When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. It is almost Christmas. Can y'all believe it? Like, it's so exciting to just really truly understand the significance of this time of the year that our Savior, the one who laid his life down for us, was born. Um, and you know we wasn't there, y'all. We don't know if he was really born in December. But um, anytime that we celebrate God and Jesus, I'm here for it. And so I pray that you all are really just taking the time to rest, to enjoy your family, to be, um, you know, having a heart posture of gratefulness in this season and to really remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. Um, I am excited because we are at the end of the year and it is time to do our year in review. And so what we're going to be doing this week and next week is going back into the vault and playing episodes um, that have been like our most played episodes of the year. And so this year, the winner is, drum roll, Ready for War, part one and two. And this is such a a dope like series that I did um, where we were studying Priscilla Shira's The Armor of God Bible Study. And I just felt led to really discuss the importance of being ready for war, the importance of wearing our armor, and the fact that these are our most played episodes of the year just really shows the significance um, of wearing your armor. And so as we get ready to go into a new year, into a new season, I think it is so appropriate that we get ready for war. We know that the enemy is always walking around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So as we, you know, enjoy our families, as we rest, as we do all of the things that are surrounded by, um, that surround the holiday season, just know that In the next coming weeks, we are entering new territory. We're entering 2021 and we need to be ready for war. And what better way to get ready for the new year than to 
understand the tools that we are given by God um, to be successful on this journey. So clearly my voice is not trying to hold up, but that's all right, y'all. <laughs> um, we are going to head into this week with part one of our first episode in Rewind, Ready for War Part One. Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I pray that you all had a great week. I am so excited about today's episode. God moved so big yesterday, and I really want to share this story with y'all, okay? Because y'all know that yesterday was supposed to be our movie night. We were supposed to watch War Room, and it was supposed to be great. Let me tell y'all how God moved. So, you know, we did our series, Smoke and Mirrors, and I just found it very fitting that we would have another, like, Triple GT movie night where we watch War Room, we learn about praying and all of that, right? Well... God clearly had another plan, okay, because in the midst of getting prepared for the event, I found that there was a licensing issue um, with the movie, and I was, like, super frustrated. Like, I could not understand, like, God, how is this happening, like, so shortly before the um, event, and then I heard God tell me, it's time to put on the armor, and I quickly remembered that I had the licensing for a Bible study um, that Priscilla Shira did called the Armor of God Bible Study. And I feel like God was really leading us to have fellowship um, and to have this Bible study. And not that the movie was a bad idea, um, but God knew that his daughters were needing to dive deeper and to get in connection just with the power and authority that um, he had called for us to have. So while my original plan <laughs> um, did not did not come to fruition, um, God moved in such a big way. And the ladies in attendance were so blessed. And now we're going to be meeting um, for the next six or seven weeks having Bible study um, on Saturday nights to uh, complete the study. And so God is just so, so amazing. And it just truly shows how his plans and thoughts are higher than our plans and thoughts and that you should always be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, right? So had I got caught up um, in trying to get my plan to prevail, I would have been outside of the will that God had for me. And I find it so funny um, because I actually had found a counterfeit version of the movie <laughs> and I was... I was tempted to like, oh, like we could just use, you know, use this, but in things that I do for the Lord, I want to make sure that I'm standing upright. And so instead of using a counterfeit, and it's so fitting that we just talked about the counterfeit code last week and the devil tried it. And so instead of using a counterfeit, right, that would not have been a good representation of who our organization is or who God is. Um, we got to connect and we got to do it God's way. And his plan was just so my obedience produced so much more fruit um, than a movie night could have. So I am just blown away and in awe of what, you know, God continues to do and continues to show me. And I just want to invite all of you to 
get connected to be a part of our Bible study, the Armor of God. Yesterday's session um, was called Sizing Up the Enemy. Um, it will be available in our Facebook group on, um, on Monday. And then next week, I will be on a sabbatical to get some rest and kind of re-energize for the next season that God has called us to. And um, with that being said, the Bible study will not be um, live via Zoom as we did last night, but will be um, posted in our Facebook group as well. But Saturday, May 30th, we will be back doing live Bible studies, and I cannot wait to see what God has in store. I met some awesome ladies yesterday, and I just was so Please, that God saw a fit that we all be able to be connected. And so I want you to get connected with us. I want to encourage everyone um, to always just submit your plans to God. Like he just came all the way through. Like don't be frustrated when God changes the plan because he's ordaining the change and he's always moving in the midst. And so he just showed that to me and then confirmed it um, today. So I go, um, I have my local church here, which is the way Tampa Bay. Um, if you've not, if you're looking for like a home church, we stream live on Facebook. It is lit. Um, Pastor Keith is just an amazing leader and an amazing man of God. And so I'm so grateful for his leadership. But I also have my internet pastor, Pastor Mike Ty. And today, um, after our in-person church service, I went to, um, you know, we usually come home, we'll watch Transformation Church. And today, the same thing happened again. And it was just God confirming to me, like Pastor Mike, they just had praise and worship for um, the entire service. And it was so moving and it was so great. And when um, Pastor Mike had Pastor Charles Metcalf come out and read um, he's like, just say what, what's ever on your heart. And Pastor Charles started reading the scripture in Ephesians 6 about putting on the whole armor of God. And Pastor Mike was talking about how, you know, you may have came from a word, came for a word from him, but your heart needs to be changed. And, you know, they, they, we submit things to the Holy Spirit. And it just confirmed to me that in this season, God is really looking for us to get guarded in him, to put on his armor. And it was, it made me laugh because I was like, God, thank you just for letting me know that what I did it was confirmation to me that I did exactly what he called me to do that I wasn't you know it wasn't a matter of me not being prepared but God had a different plan in place for last night and for the women that were attached to last night's session so it was dope like living for God is so dope being able to submit my plans and my life to him and when he just shows up and shows out and confirms things it is amazing so like I said I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can get connected to the Facebook group so you can catch part one and part two. And then um, in the Facebook group, I will post the information for the Zoom so you guys can stay connected with us um, as we go through these next six or seven sessions um, studying the armor of God. So I am so excited. It was completely unexpected, um, but I'm going to do whatever I feel like God has called me to do. And I'm so grateful that he sees me fit to be able to um, just be a part of something like this. It's so amazing. So Without further ado, um, we are going to take a quick break and then get into this week's session. All right, so let's hop into today's show. So we spent the last few weeks exploring the schemes of the enemy, right? And so now that 
we don't have the smoke and mirrors as a distraction it's time for us to get on our guard like we are in a war we are soldiers for the lord and it is time for us to get on our guard put on our armor and so we're going to spend the next two weeks getting introduced and just really studying the pieces of armor that god supplies us with like what soldiers do you know go to war without armor hmm think about it you would be out here and getting destroyed, right? So we are no longer going to be, you know, getting destroyed, running around in circles um, from the enemy. We are going to stand firm. We're going to square up because we we time, we're ready to go to war, okay? There's a song that is playing in my head right now that just shows, first of all, how old I am and two, how unsaved I used to be. Um, there's a song, I think it was Archie. We ready. Okay, that's how I feel in the spirit today. Okay, so we are going to be going back to Ephesians 6, um, where Paul tells us how we are to withstand the schemes in the wilds of the devil. And so we're reading Ephesians 6, um, verses 10 through 17, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your guard, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes... Put on the peace that comes that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up your shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Why is it so important for you to have armor? So y'all know it's definition time because y'all know I always have one. So it is important, um, you know, to have armor. And I wanted to take a deeper look to fully understand why Paul, you know, provides us with this level of instruction. And so when I look at the word armor, I saw two meanings that I thought were really intriguing. One being that it is a defensive covering. Like, so our armor is putting on God's covering um, for us to protect us. It also refers to a quality or a circumstance that provides protection. So our circumstance of being followers of Christ and daughters of the Most High King has granted us access to his protection and to his covering. And all we have to do is to put it on, right? And so it's like going out, like without, if you don't put on your armor before you go out, that's like you going outside naked, right? You would look foolish. You would be um, exposed. And so without putting on the, your whole armor of God, you're doing that in the spirit. You're going outside naked in the spirit. And so we're going to go back and kind of just talk about the six things that our armor consists of that Paul talks about. So he talked about the belt of truth, um, the the shield of the um, covering of righteousness is also referred to as the breastplate of righteousness. Um, shoes of peace, having a shield of faith, a helmet of salvation, and a sword of the spirit. And so now we're going to talk about getting more acquainted with our armor um, without 
Um, because just without us having that full understanding, we're going to leave ourselves vulnerable to attacks from the enemy. Hey guys, hope you are enjoying the show. Look, take a minute to go ahead, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave a review. We love to get feedback from our listeners and doing this will help us get advertisers that are relevant to our audience. So if you have been blessed by God Goals and Girl Talk, if this is your favorite time of the week, is to spend it with me. First of all, God bless you, sis. I love you. But take some time to go ahead and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode or a bonus episode and make sure that you leave a review. Now let's get back to the show. Hey guys, it's your girl, Charlotte Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free 99, costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so the parts of the armor that we're going to be discussing this week are truth, righteousness, and peace. So we are going to talk about first the belt of truth. And so when you look deeper at the word truth, it means that you are having like having sincerity in your action and in your character um, and that you're acting in accordance to what is fact. Right. So it's more than just not telling a lie. It is a sincerity in your action and in your character. And, you know, it's like, why is it important for us to have a belt of truth that's a part of our armor? Well, belts wrap around us. They provide protection and they were often seen as a sign of distinction. Um, Belts were used back in the Roman days when Paul wrote this, were used to hold weapons of the soldiers. And our truth is also a representation of our father. Right. So we know that Jesus is the truth, the way in the life. And the Bible makes it clear that Satan is the father of lies. Proverbs six tells us that God hates lies. So carrying yourself with your belt of truth is a clear distinction of who your father is. And so, you know, thinking about this practically, you want to remain intentional about being honest Um, despite what other tempting alternatives may be available for you to act outside of your character or for you to tell a lie, right? So here's kind of an example. Like if you made a mistake at work and no one was around to witnesses, to witness the, you know, to witness whatever you did, it would be very tempting um, for the devil to use this as an opportunity for you to either pretend like you don't know what happened or to flat out lie. And not being truthful, not being truthful by omission is still a lie. So if you knew who did something, but you just chose to say nothing, you are still walking outside of 
the truth because you know it. You know that, you know, we are able to confront people in truth and in love. And so doing that, um, withholding information is is not telling the truth. Also, there is no such thing as a little white lie. A lie is a lie. And so I hate that. Like a lie is a lie is a lie. So you're either lying or you're telling the truth. And so in this situation, you not telling, you know, telling your boss or telling whatever level of authority, um, you're not being intentional in guarding yourself in truth and walking in your God given character. So in before your boss finds out what you should do is you should own it, approach them, let them know that you made the mistake, and then develop a plan of action so you're able to course correct. That would be you walking in truth. Now, is it comfortable? No. Is there a level of uncertainty about the consequences of your actions or the consequences of the mistakes? Yeah, but what you can be confident in is God and that he's protecting you because you're walking in truth, right? So when you, when you, um, when you, the another version of the Bible says to like gird, like gird yourself in truth. When you are putting everything that you have, everything that kind of comes through you, through this, um, you know, through truth. Like everything has to go through, you know, through truth. And your biggest weapon is your truth and you being sincere. So you know, the the belt holds your weapons, right? So this is your time to be truthful. And God will cover and grace you. So it's not that you have to be perfect. The consequences of the mistake will remain, but the level of sincerity and truth in your character will cover you in that situation. You know, if you make a mistake, it may be an opportunity when you go to your boss, especially if it was something that has never happened before, they could say, you know, this is an opportunity for us to look at what's going on. And maybe there's a process that needs to be changed. So not only did you not get you know, quote unquote, reprimanded or in trouble, but it allowed your boss to see an opportunity for a process to be changed because you were truthful. And I think about this, like in healthcare, um, you know, how would you feel if you, if you felt like, or if you knew that the people who were taking care of you were not truthful and honest, um, that they, you know, gave the wrong medication and instead of saying something so they wouldn't get in trouble, they just, you know, left you with getting that medicine when, you know, it could be an opportunity like, okay, maybe we need to, um, start doing, you know, doing scanning of meds, which is what we do in the nursing field. We scan your meds and we scan your armband to make sure that they match. But it's so important, you know, when somebody's life is on the line, you may think like, oh, I'm just a cashier. I'm just doing something small. But no, how would you feel if that was, you know, a nurse that was not being truthful about a mistake that they made or a doctor not being truthful about, about a mistake that they made and it cost somebody their life? So you have to make sure that no matter what worldly consequence you're afraid of, that you're, that you're walking in truth. And you're um, girding yourself in truth and you have on your belt of truth because the devil would love the opportunity for you to show that you are still, you know, that he's your father, that you're worshiping him through not being honest because he's the father of lies. And that shows in how you behave. It shows how you're related to how you act, your character it shows how who you're related to. And so you have to keep that in mind. Right. So the next one that we're going to talk about is 
wearing your breastplate of righteousness. And righteousness is being morally right or justifiable. And so what I thought was really interesting were some other words that I saw in relation to righteousness. So being excellent, being virtuous, like Proverbs 31 talks about being a virtuous woman, um, being upright, being honorable. The breastplate in a suit of armor is so critical because it is close to and protects your vital organs, mainly your heart, right? So why do we have to put on a, a breastplate of righteousness to cover our heart? Well, because the Bible tells us that our heart is deceitful and it's wicked. Um, and we're going to do a whole show about this because I get tired of people talking about, follow your heart, sis. Don't. Don't follow your heart. Your heart is wicked. Your heart is deceitful. Do not. Um, without guarding ourselves um, or guarding ourselves, our, you know, our, we are vulnerable to fall victim um, to the schemes of the devil and to act in accordance to our flesh and not in accordance to our father. So as we continue to wear um, the breastplate of righteousness, it is provided by Christ for us to be renewed in his image daily. That's why you put it on every single day. As you continue to put on your righteousness daily, you will struggle less with identifying and rebuking your fleshly desires. So in a practical sense, you want to make sure that you're guarding your heart. And so, for instance, I'm going to use myself as an example. I struggle with my mouth, right? Particularly with cussing. Um, God has really moved and grown me. Um, but in my in my process or in my quest to um, stop cussing, I stopped listening to explicit music. So this is an area that you know, it's so easy for you to slip back into. I enjoy listening to all kinds of music. However, if there's not a clean version, I'm not listening to it. If I can't cuss in my house, Beyonce can't cuss in my house. If I can't cuss in my house, Drake can't cuss in my house. Like, you have to have that level of commitment um, to renewing your heart. Because the Bible tells us, out of the heart, everything else flows, right? So if I'm in a pressed situation, or if I'm in a situation that's not favorable to me, if the last thing that was in my spirit was, um, you know, Nuck If You Buck or whatever other Lil John song that used to get me really turned when I was in high school, that's what you're going to get. That's the kind of response you're going to get. I'm like, square up, Nuck If You Buck, right? But if out of my heart flows the things of God because that's what I spend spend my time and I'm constantly in a heart of worship and I'm constantly renewing my mind and my heart then that's what's going to happen that's what that's going to be the fruit of that of those actions and so I you know I really urge you like if you're struggling with your temper then you need to take a season to where you don't watch trash tv okay because love and hip-hop gonna feed you all the drama you're gonna be out here mad annoyed quick temper and going off on people right and so you know the the goal of this is for you to be righteous not self-righteous because our righteousness is provided to us by God not through your not through your own works but because Jesus this is a gift that he's given us um, we are able to walk in his righteousness because our righteousness is but filthy rags. But we are able to walk in and be draped in the righteousness of Christ because of what he did for us. And so the goal is peace. 
right? So in all of your encounters, you don't want to confuse being right and being righteous. So for instance, if somebody hit your car because they weren't paying attention and they were at fault or whatever, you won't be wrong for being upset, right? In fact, you would be right to be upset, especially if it was something that was careless. However, being righteous means that you extend them grace, that you, you know, you treat them with respect. Not that you have to, you know, love them and, you know, oh, it's okay. Just, you know, I need your insurance information, et cetera, et cetera. Like you just do the work that needs to be done. Being righteous does that saying, you know, are you okay? I'm okay. You exchange information and then that's that. But if you want to act in your flesh and be right, you out here, what you hit my car for? And you you have the right to be upset, but you're not being righteous in that moment. That is your flesh, child. Send her home. Okay? Okay. So there is a difference between being right and being righteous. And then remember that you don't want to be self-righteous because our righteousness is given to us through Christ. Because we raggedy. Okay, so remember that um, you have to keep it in perspective that you are constantly exuding grace, that you're being morally upright um, and that you're checking what you're feeding your heart because that breastplate is that's what needs to be protected because our heart is evil and wicked. That's your first that we have a sinful nature. So that is why we have to put on this breastplate of righteousness that Christ has given us um, because we are putting on his righteousness because we don't have our own righteousness to stand in. Check God's Resume is a personal reflection journal that challenges you to build God's resume in your life. Do you often feel like signs and wonders do not occur in your life? Are you feeling like you're in an impossible season? Sis, no, it is time for you to check God's resume. His goodness and his miracles are all over your life. He has been doing this. I had such an amazing time developing this journal and God reminded me of so many times where he has kept me. And if you are looking for a great tool to improve your posture of gratitude and just to learn more about the character of God, this journal is for you. It's available on Amazon and it makes for a great gift and it's great for a Bible group study tool too. Now, I want you to get this journal. Like I said, it is phenomenal. It's over 200 pages. There's guided study. Um, You learn about the different names and character of God. And you literally go through and build his resume from his personal information all the way down to his accolades and awards, just like you would build your own resume. It is so cool. It's so fun. And God just really reminded me of all of the crazy situations that I found myself in where he had his hand on my life. Y'all, he been out here saving us, okay? Get the journal, get in a position and a posture of gratitude. I pray that it blesses you. You need to get it. Now let's get back to the show. So now we're going to talk about these, you know, these fancy shoes that we get to walk in. Um, I ain't talking about no Jordans or no Louis Vuittons. I'm talking about the shoes of peace, right? And so when you look at peace, peace is the freedom that you have from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. And it's a state of security, um, of order or 
a state of security or order within a community um, that is provided by a law or a custom. And our community with the Father, us being in community um, with the Father and being in community with Jesus gives us freedom and peace. And so the Bible tells us that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And so being in community with him, it gives us the authority to walk in peace with others. We are to be prepared to walk in peace and to share the good news of Jesus. And so we must stand firm against the devil. The shoes of the soldiers um, back in the Roman days were often studded kind of like cleats and it would help them maintain their balance. Um, so they would, you know, they could be kept from falling. And so walking in peace requires us to kind of dig our feet in kind of like, you know, how you do with those cleats to dig our feet into God's word and to stand firm against the attacks of the enemy. Um, and it is, at the time that we fall where we're most vulnerable to be overtaken. So if you ever watched a fight and somebody's getting jumped, once somebody falls, right, you're not able to be in a position where you're able to protect yourself. And so it is so important that you stand firm, not to say that you won't fall because we will, all of us have fallen short of the glory of God, but you want to make sure that, you know, you're, you are, you are digging into God's word, that your feet, that you're rooted and you're standing firm. So you're not falling as often that you may stumble, but you may not fall all the way completely down to where you can be overtaken by the enemy, if that makes sense. So after we stand firm, um, those same shoes then are going to be utilized for us to take ground from the enemy through sharing the gospel um, to everybody that you come in contact with, right? So we want to now, we want to go from standing and being stagnant. Now we're able to stand firm, but we're also able to move forward and to recruit more, more people to be a part of this army that we're a part of, a part of this sisterhood that we're a part of through Christ. So peace does not mean that you are not going to have issues in your life. Right. So I feel like that is a, a big misrepresentation of what peace is. There was a um, a painting that you where you see this like storm waging all over, you know, all over the place. And then right in the middle of the painting, there's a bird and he's kind of nestled into this um, little cave that he's made and he is sound asleep. That's the level of peace that I want or on the boat um, when Jesus and the disciples were on the boat and there was a storm waging on the boat and Jesus is in the bottom of the boat sound asleep. That is the level of peace, right? So there was still a storm, but Jesus was still, um, you know, sleeping peacefully. And so that does not mean that there will not be issues. Right now, the time that we're in is just such a great representation of how to have peace in the midst of a storm, right? So I have the opportunity to serve um, on the front lines throughout this pandemic as a, as a nurse practitioner. And while I have seen some things that could cause fear, it has been really important for me to be intentional about maintaining peace in this season. Why? It's because I know God's word. Like, I know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I know that I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath. I know that God is working all things out for my good. And so because I know those things, I have to stand rooted in those things so I can maintain this level of peace. And so I want to encourage you that if you're struggling with your peace to cast your cares to God. What does that look like? That looks like me praying and asking God to provide healing to my father who's struggling with arthritis and there's nothing I can do with, there's nothing I can do about it, 
right? Um, but there's no need for me to worry. Me not having peace about it is just another way for the enemy to try to get um, some level of distraction. And so what I do, because I worry about my father's health, is I pray for him every morning. I ask God for his healing. And then once I do that, I leave it there. I don't then spend the rest of the day trying to figure out what magical thing I can do to get him healed. I know that Jesus, by the stripes of Jesus, he's healed. And when God is ready for it to happen, he will get the full manifestation of that or however God wants it to happen and if it's within God's will for it to happen but in the meantime as his daughter all I can do is pray because I'm worried about it and I say God I'm worried about my dad here take this give me peace and then I leave it there right so that's what that looks like practically you have to give him cast your cares and then don't come back and pick the cares back up because you feel like it's not working out fast enough or you don't feel like God is doing anything with it because what happens is you're carrying all of these things you get weighed down you get burdened and then you have no peace and then you're out here having health issues related to stress because you have no peace and then the enemy is taking you out that way because you're worrying and you have peace. You have to stand rooted and know that God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind being peace. Peace is a gift that God has given to me. I don't have to work for it. I don't have to pray for 10 people and then I can get peace it's already been given to me. Now, whether or not you choose to open the gifts list and use it, that is on you. And so it's our responsibility to be intentional to maintain our peace, especially in this situation, right? You want to make sure that you talk to God and do then do what you can, right? Like God will do the rest. So back to the situation with my dad. I pray for his healing, but... What I can do practically is to give him advice um, on, you know, what to do. Hey, maybe you should talk to your doctor so they can get you in with a pain management specialist. Hey, maybe you can, you know, get a TENS machine or, you know, take this dosage of this medication. That's stuff that I can do practically to help be a resource to him, but also not carrying the burden of him being healed. Do you see what I'm saying? So you can you can still work in conjunction with God to be a blessing to people and to work with him in a situation. Faith without work is dead, but I am not feeling bogged down or responsible for my father's healing. I'm not worried about it every single second of every day because I give it to God. Before he was my dad, he was God's son. And that's whose responsibility it is to take care of him, right? And I can be instrumental where God leads me and allows me to be, but the, the burden and the responsibility is not mine. Um, it is really important that when you do all that you can, that you just stand on God's word and remember and reflect on the victories that he's given you already. There are opportunities that, um, you know, present itself for God to be just exalted in the things that he's done for you in the, in the past. When you think about all the things that God has done for you in the past, it's really hard for you not to have a level of peace because the same God that got you out of that situation that seemed impossible before is the same one that's that's here with you now. God is the same then, now, and forever, right? So you have to be intentional. You need to listen to worship music, um, turn off the news, get off social media because your peace does not have a price. There's no price to your peace. If you need 
buy if you need um if you need to bypass social media, if you need to take a break, if you need to tell people, look, I can't talk to you because all you want to talk about is COVID, child, and I'm trying to protect my peace, then that's what you do. I only get my COVID updates from work at the weekly meetings. I am not spending hours um, searching statistics and obsessing over stories. Anything that I need to know before then, I will get an email from my boss. I am not sitting here obsessing over statistics and stories because none of that brings me any peace. I continue to move in wisdom. I continue to follow the, the law of the land, but and I continue to pray that God heals our land, but I am not afraid. Because God has given me a level of peace. And because I've been able to walk in my peace and to be able to demonstrate that, I've had coworkers um, come to me looking for my quote unquote secret. And I've actually had coworkers um, in this season who have now become really close friends of mine. So we're now every day at lunch, we're having Bible study. Like, and now this is my sis now. I love sis. She knows she is. Hey, sis. But we're able to have Bible study because we were talking about this level of peace and how to maintain peace. And now, you know, through my demonstration of peace, I've been able to use those shoes of peace to walk forward and to get more territory for God, to bring more people closer to God. And then Friday, we had a third person that was like, what y'all be doing at lunchtime? Come on, sis. Come on and be a part of this. And so now we're we're expanding God's territory because we're walking in peace. And so it's so important. Your shoes of peace are so important. The same way you keep your shoes clean, okay, boxed up. Those shoes of peace are so important because it's a, a, an ability for you to be able to stand firm and for you to expand the territory of God. They are offensive as they, you know, standing with your heels dug into God's word keeps the enemy away, but defensive because you're able to walk and take territory back from the enemy. And so it's so powerful. And so it is so critical that you understand that your peace has to be protected. So I pray that you guys have been encouraged by this dive in and this study um, about the armor of God that has been provided for you. And next week, we will be discussing the rest of the armor so you can stay ready for war at all times. Again, if you're interested in being a part of our Bible study, please click the link in the show notes and join our Facebook group. Um, The session one replay will be available tomorrow and then session two will drop Saturday at 7 p.m. Information for our live will also be available in the group so you want to get connected. Um, Don't forget to complete your podcast survey for your free digital gift and share this podcast, y'all. I need y'all to share, rate, subscribe, comment so we can share our girl time and our sisterhood with those who really need it, okay? We're trying to expand the territory. So I love you guys, and I will talk to you next week. Stay suited and booted, sis. Okay? Okay.
Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Email your questions to godgoalsandgirltalk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community, Hearts Over Habits, on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.